Welcome to another podcast from Planet Shakers Church. For details on campus locations and service times, check out planetshakers.com. Today we've got Fabian Jude from our South Africa campus speaking on I Have Decided. Let's check it out. Would you turn with me in your Bibles to Joshua chapter 24? Come on, somebody. I'm going to read from verse 15. And the Bible says, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I have simply entitled my message, I have decided. My mind is made up. My resolve is complete. I have no ambiguity and I have no ambivalence. I am resolute in my pursuit. I have set my face like flint. I am not turning back. I've decided to follow Jesus with everything I've got. I've decided that my praise, that my passion and my purpose will not be dictated to by culture, will not be dictated to by people's opinions. I wonder if we have some planet shakers today who can declare into this atmosphere a big shout of praise in Jesus' name. You see, I have come too far have been through too much to doubt God now. You know, I have seen God do amazing things in my life. When my daughter turned one year old, you may be seated, making me nervous. When my daughter turned a year old, 2017, she, we lived on, uh, you know, we, in our house we had the swimming pool right in front of our, fr- uh, of our front door. And um, we had just come back from work and we'd gone into the house and we thought that all the kids were in the house that we normally shut the door behind us. And, and, uh, and the reality was, my wife turned to me and said, do you know where Faith is? And I said, no, isn't she with you? And she turned to me and she said, No, I thought faith was with you. The reason why I love Jesus so much is because what Jesus did for us, no man could do for us. We started running around looking for my daughter. I ran out the front and as I came back, my son, my eldest son, saw my daughter lying face down in the swimming pool. She had turned blue. She had foam out of the nose and out of the mouth. And we tried to resuscitate her from quarter past five in the afternoon until 10 to six in the evening when the ambulance arrived. Um, We rushed her off to the ICU ward and we thought that it, you know, the doctor said they couldn't tell us what was, how, how, you know, what exactly had happened to her. We waited for the results. We waited for the doctors to tell us something. But to cut the long story short, the 
reason why I've decided and I've made up my mind is not because I have just got goosebumps, it's because I have seen God do what no man can do. Because three days later, that same baby girl that fell into that pool walked herself out of the out of that hospital with no brain damage, with no lung damage. She turned six years old. She is in she's in primary school. She's doing so well. She's getting high marks. Come on, somebody. I want you to know that when you come into agreement with the plan, with the purpose of God, when you make up your mind not to straddle the line, not to go in and out and stake the cause and believe God, God is able to do what He said He will do. Amen. <laughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and 57 to verse 58 says but thanks be to God anybody thankful to God anybody thankful for what God has brought you out of anybody thankful that we are part of an amazing church anybody thankful that we are a part of a soul-winning church a planet-shaking church a demon-rebuking church Anybody grateful that we get to get new songs that lift up the name? Ah, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. We are unshakable in the face of adversity, in the face of challenge, in the face of many, many things coming our way. We are unshakable. We are immovable because we are going to lean in to everything God has for us. Would you high five two or three people and say, I have decided. You see, today's choices become tomorrow's realities. And there is nothing more, there's nothing more powerful than a mind made up. There's nothing more powerful than a man and a woman who has decided that there is nothing greater than to serve the purposes of God through my life. That God's power, that His love, that His grace must be felt in our city, must be felt in our high schools and in our university. The devil cannot stop a made up mind because when you and I decide that it is what God says it is, no matter what inflation does, no matter what the economy does but if God does not say it I'm not gonna submit to it I am gonna stand on God's word for my family I'm gonna stand on God's word for my children and for my for our city and for our nation you know I grew up in a small town called Ulifan's Hook in the northern Cape of South Africa and in Ulifan's Hook I grew up not being able to speak English because uh, I, I speak Afrikaans. I actually grew up speaking Afrikaans and a bit of Twana. And so if my English is a bit delicious, it's because English is not my first language. But the reality is, I grew up in Olifanzuken and there was rampant unemployment, teenage pregnancy, alcohol abuse. 
and, and, and people would grow up in, in the community and, and it would almost be like everybody would follow the same path, go down the same road. But I thank God that at the age of 15, I decided that I got a taste of Jesus and I was not going to go the way everybody else is going. I was going to follow Jesus with my life. I was going to do whatever God calls for me to do. The reason why I get to stand here today is not because I am good. It's because He is good. Because if you know my story, I first met my dad when I was 21 years old. And they say of boys like me who don't grow up with dads and we either end up in prison or we end up with a whole bunch of illegitimate children. But none of that has happened to me. Why? Because I have decided that I'm going to change the trajectory of my life by serving Jesus. Come on somebody, if you believe it, from the back to the front, from the left to the right, would you give God a shout of praise? In 2020, we had lockdowns all over Cape Town, just like you had here in Melbourne. And we decided as a church that we cannot keep the church shut. So we went and we applied for all the right permits. We went and got the permit to be able to serve uh, uh, essential services to our community. And uh, you know, we weren't doing any church services. We had all the right documentation. We had all, we had connected with the police. The police said it was fine. We connected with the security. They said it was fine. We opened up the first week and, and people were coming to get food we, we, because we're getting people from a, a local community uh, called Joe Slova where people are living in, 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 in a township and there's no proper sewage and there's no proper, there's nothing proper in Joe Slova. In fact, uh, uh, there's refuse all over Joe Slovo and the reality was and, and these people have got no other way of sustaining themselves and so we opened up our Empower Pantry and we decided that we were going to serve the community and open up the church's doors to serve and while we were doing it the first week everything was good the second week when we came to open up the pantry the line was so long and people were lining up to get in because people were hungry and on that, on that second day as we were feeding the people the police started arriving and they started saying hey you've got to shut this down we said but hey we've got the right permits they said no you've got to shut this down we said but look here these are the permits we were given these are essential certificate documents we are empower we are a social justice organization looking after the needs of the most vulnerable they said no you need to shut down the brigadier himself rocked up there and he came and he said lock up or, or arrest this man without asking any questions they arrested me you see what had happened here was this was a, 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 an attempt by some people who did not want for people from the townships to come into the communities because they felt threatened by the people from the township but we as the church are a church for all we are not just a church for some over here and some over there we are a church for everybody and so they came and they arrested me it was a racist decision to arrest me they took me in and I went in for five hours and listen, I'll tell you, South African prisons are not a joke. I'll go in there and five hours later they release me. But I said, before you release me, you've got to know, I, don't, I, ha I, I, I have all the right documentation, but you've got to let me know if you guys need anything else because as the church, we will go out again and I had to make a decision. I had to decide in that moment, am I going to shrink back 
or am I going to lean back into the purpose and into the promise of God? And I said, if you let me go today, tomorrow we will feed the poor again. Tomorrow we will take care of the widows again. Tomorrow we will do what God has called the church to do again. And the miracle of the story is that we had, we had, we found so much favor with the police that the police would, they would go with us into the community because they saw a church doing something. In fact, we had all the people working in the police offices going, Pastor, your church is the only church doing what they're supposed to be doing. Why are they locking you up? Today, we in that community where we only had maybe one person come out of that community, we have an urban life group of over a hundred people because what the devil meant for harm, God turned it around for good. I want to let you know, once you make up your mind to stand for what is right, to stand for the word, to stand for the truth, God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all. But I must admit, <laughs> every time I would drive out, I would have the fear of the police locking me up. And, but I had to push past that fear. I had to say, devil, not today. Devil, not tomorrow. Because we have made up our mind. Three points just very quickly. Number one, would you make up your mind this year to forgetting, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead? You see, sometimes we can get stuck on what was, what is behind us. Maybe, maybe it's it, even the good things can hold us back from the great things. Even the, even the things that, that sometimes we feel gave us some level of confidence. Come on, sometimes we've got to push away because why God has more. Because what God has for us is greater, is better. There's more salvations coming to Planet Shakers. There's more souls getting saved in this church. There's more buildings that are going to be built. Come on, somebody. We have only just started. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. Come on, somebody. From the back to the front from the left to the right. If you believe it, give God a shout of praise all over this place. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Listen to this. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 says, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on. You see, to press means that you there is a bit of a resistance. To press means that there is something coming against you, but I'm going to press on. I'm going to push through. Sometimes, sometimes we're looking for things to just happen. But God says, I've, I, I need you to understand that there's a, there's a greater faith in you to be able to push, to be able to believe me. That when, when we heard a great message from Pastor Russell that says, push, pray until something happens. And so we've got to push. We've got to lean into that moment. We've got to say, God, I'm going to press in no matter what the resistance is, no matter what the obstacles are, no matter what people say, no matter what people want to do. I'm going to press in for more. I'm going to lean into what God has for me but I press on to take a hold of that for which Jesus took a hold of me brothers and sisters I do not consider myself yet to have taken a hold of it but one thing I do forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus this year we're gonna press on 
Next year's conference is going to be the biggest conference. We, today is the last day. Fill up. Let's get as many people to conference. Why? Because we're going to another level. Wherever, whatever the devil meant for, for, for to, to restrict the conference, the devil is a liar because we are going to see God do greater. We are going to fill, we are going to fill this venue. We're going to fill, we're going to fill the other venues. We're going to fill everything. Why? Because God has a plan. Because God hasn't gone, oh, okay, maybe let's just settle. Maybe let's just hold back. No, 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 no. We've made up our minds that we are going all the way through. This is not the time to wait. This is the time to believe God. Number two, make, it, make up your mind to run with perseverance. Now, I know you can't tell, but I'm actually a runner. My six-pack is a six-pack in the making. If you are truly spiritually discerning, you can see right through the fat and you can see this bulging six-pack. There are some men and women of God who can see the potential that lies within the six-pack. And I, Pastor Russell seems to think that I'm not a very fast runner. And I agree with my bishop because I will never disagree with my bishop. But I, I, I'm a runner. And I do, I do long distances, five kilometers, 10 kilometers, 20 kilometers, 30 kilometers. I, I wanna do the, the marathons, I wanna, uh, and, and, but how many of you know when, when, when you run, you have to persevere? When you run long distances, you gotta persevere. So as a church, we're starting the year we're not starting the year so we can stop short. We're starting the year so we can finish the year. And we're not going to finish the year barely out of breath. We're going to finish the year strong. We're going to finish the year with more services. We're going to finish the year with more urban life groups. We're going to finish. Come on. If you believe it over your own life, you are going to have what God has called you to have. If you believe it, high five two or three people. Tell them we are finishing strong. Hallelujah. Finally, as we come to a close, the third and the final point. In fact, Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 2 says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything, everything that hinders every attitude every mindset, every attack of the enemy. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. 1 Corinthians 9, 24, 25 says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. This year we are going all the way and we are not just going to run beating the air aimlessly. There is going to be a determination. There is going to be a focus. There is going to be a breakthrough. There is going to be the sheer resoluteness that says, I have made up my mind. I'm not coming back the same. I'm not just going to attend church for attendance sake. I'm coming so that I can be filled with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And by the time I leave the church, I'm going to take this anointing and I'm going to take it to my family and I'm going to take it to my high school and I'm going to take it to my, to my urban life group. I'm not just going to hold and stay in the same place. Everything that I have inside of me is to lean in to everything that God has for my life. We're not going to be the same. 
Third and final point, the Bible says, in two things, the, the third point is stir up the gift of God. You know, if it was not for people like Pastor Russell, who encourages people like me to stir up the gift, to fan into a flame the gift. You know, I grew up and because I, I had, I had a, I grew up in a small community and couldn't speak English properly. And when I went to an English school, and I, I, I didn't have the confidence. In fact, I couldn't do public speaking. I was petrified of standing in front of people and talking to them. But people like Pastor Russell who goes, you know, I never knew I could preach. I never knew I could preach. I would preach to myself at school. I would say, Fabian, Fabian, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Fabian. Huh, huh, hey, Fabian. <laughs> I was happy to just talk to myself. And... But then you have people who come alongside you and say, come on, stir up that gift. Fan into flame that gift. There are people sitting all over this room today. There are gifts in your life and the enemy has tried to shut those gifts down. And the enemy has tried to lie to you about how you are not good enough to do a certain thing. But can I declare to you today, Planet Shakers, it is time to stir up the gift in you. If it's a gift of prophecy, if it's a gift of evangelism, if it's a gift of hospitality, if it is a gift of leadership, it is time we take that gift and we run, make up your mind that I'm going to take this gift and I'm going to do with this gift what God has called me to do. Some of you have the gift of running. You are, you've got the gift of leadership. You're going to run urban life groups that are going to explode in the name of Jesus but don't come under the lie of the enemy come into alignment with the word of God for your life come into alignment with what God says about you if God says it believe it if God says it make it a part of your life to believe that God has said it I believe it all over this room you know, you heard Pastor Rollins' story last week of his wife, Melody. Melody was hijacked. You know, in South Africa, we have, we have serious social problems. And one of the issues we have at the moment is people getting hijacked, people getting robbed, and etc. My wife was robbed a few, uh, last two years, ago, uh, two years ago as well. She was robbed. And, but Melody was, was hijacked in this, in this taxi, to cut a long story short. And, 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 and they... They used a taser on her and they, and they, and they put a knife to her throat and, and they drove around Cape Town for a good couple of hours and, and saying they're going to kill her. But you know, Melody made a decision in that moment. She decided that I am going to pray in the Spirit. I'm not just going to lie and be a victim, but I have decided that there is a power far greater, far greater than the power of the enemy because our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds so come on planet shakers from the back to the front from the left to the right if you saying I'm gonna make up my mind today I'm gonna go to a new level today I'm not gonna be the same man I'm not gonna be the same woman I'm not gonna I'm not gonna walk the same I'm not gonna talk the same I'm not gonna praise the same if you believe it would you give Jesus the biggest shot of praise
Thanks for joining us today. I hope that your faith was filled and you were encouraged. If you have any prayer requests or want to connect with us further, search for us on our social media at Planet Shakers. We'd love to hear from you.